water, earth, fire, air. Long ago, the four nations lived together in harmony. Then, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. Only the Avatar, master of all four elements, could stop them. But when the world needed him most, he vanished. A hundred years passed, and now two brothers in banter have discovered Avatar, as it was recently added to Netflix. And although one of them had seen it already, the other had a lot to learn before he was ready to rank any episodes. But now I believe they can save the world. Or at least rank their top ten favorite Avatar in the last Airbender episodes. Yep, yep. I want you to know, I wanted to go, I wanted to go, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> What's up, bantermites? The time has finally come. It's been months in the making, probably since mid-May, if not earlier, that we first started thinking about doing this episode, but the time has finally come. It's our Avatar, The Last Airbender extravaganza, and of course I have Wes with me. How you doing? Oh, um, my hamstrings are on fire, but my heart is full. Oh yeah? Did you... Did you did you run all the way here? Kinda, sure. Why not? All the way actually, into my heart. Actually, no. I I did I did run yesterday, but today on my way home from work, I drove through my little bitty town that I work in and hit all the pokey stops. That's what I did nice. before the podcast today. <laughs> nice. We have Great. like ten. Have we have like ten pokey stops? Incredible. This little bitty place. Yeah, it's wild. Cool, cool. Well, uh, Wes. You have been into Avatar The Last Airbender, like, when When were you first introduced to the show? The day it premiered. In 2005? Yeah, I watched the first episode when it went on. No, no way, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't even know if I had cable back then. In I, fact, I, I certainly didn't. I have been obsessed ever since. Wow, that's crazy. So how many times would you estimate you've seen the show beginning to end? I'm gonna say at least five times. At the least. Okay. We're probably closer to six or seven. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a lot. Uh, is there any episode that you'd say you've seen, like, particularly more than all the rest? Um, I definitely feel like there was a couple that Nickelodeon played more often. Um, definitely, oh gosh, I'm going to forget the names. Definitely, I've definitely seen The Blue Spirit many times. Okay. Um, as well as uh, The Southern Air Temple, the very, like, episode Southern. two or three. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, well, as you know, Wes, but I don't know if our listeners at home know, I had never seen it before until it was added to Netflix. And it's just a, one of those shows, like, obviously, I'm huge into cartoons, animation, and that kind of stuff. So it's right up my alley. I've, I've, I've known about it for a while. People have been telling me pretty much my whole life that I need to watch the show. Mm-hmm. But for the last few years, it had been like, you know, everybody trying to give me their set of the DVDs, and I'm just like, bro, I uh, I, I don't really want to like watch a DVD set of a TV show. Usually, I, when I watch TV, it's like right before I go to bed on my phone. So if I can't stream it, I'm probably not going to get through it. 
But then when it, when I heard it was going to Netflix during quarantine, it's like I have absolutely zero excuses yeah. at that point. And it was perfect zero. timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So perfect. It was like May like 16th or something or mm-hmm. maybe even a little earlier. I think it was a little earlier than that, yeah. Yeah, that it was added to Netflix and I jumped on it right away. Day it went on. A little slow to start off, but you know, obviously once you get into Avatar the Last Airbender and those those you start feeling connections to those characters, mm-hmm. it's just it's just an experience. It's a ride for mm-hmm. sure. Great, great show, and we'll talk a lot more about it as we get into the episode. Do you have anything else to say, Wes, before we get really deep mm-hmm. into the lore of the Atla? Um, the Atla. It's like an atlas <laughs> without a map. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really know if I have anything important to say. I mean, it might be my favorite cartoon ever. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I'd say it's, like, my number two. Behind? Phineas and Ferb. Still, oh, always. Oh, for sure. Of course. Always my fave. Yeah, no. I mean, I I love it. Also, let's just take a second to look at the fact that Nickelodeon made a show that was not... Good? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, SpongeBob. Was, you're good, too, but... That was not comedic in its in its, in its essence. I mean, Avatar right. Last Year Matter has some comedic relief but it's not a comedy at all yeah yeah i would say one of my first impressions of avatar was that it was less funny than i had expected Mm. like i think it had been built up to me as something that was going to be super funny and also super good and and that was what i was expecting going in and then i was just like my my laughs were somewhat few and far between especially in the first season Mm -hmm. and so i remember like people kept asking me along the way like how is it so far and it's like you know I'm not laughing as much as I thought I would, but I like it. And just in general, those first 12 episodes especially are really slow. Yep. Um, Once you get into the back half of season one, it starts getting good. And and so now I, I, I must confess as well that I haven't just seen it the one time through. So I watched it in May and June, finished it in early June, I think maybe. And then... And then once I moved to Florida, uh, I started it up again with the intention of ranking the episodes because the first time through anything, I don't really want to be thinking super critically of the episodes. It. Yeah, I just wanted to enjoy it, soak it in. And then I was like, okay, if I'm if we're going to do an episode, a uh, podcast episode on Atla, I'm going to need to rewatch and think more critically on each episode and rank the episodes. So that is what I did the second time through. And I think I liked it even more the second time through, to oh, be it, honest. It, it just gets better every time. I'm just, not kidding. Yeah, it's so, so fun, so good. And I'm really excited to get into this ranking of our top 10 Avatar The Last Airbender episodes. And if you have any honorable mentions, Wes, that need to be mentioned, okay. we can kind of go through those at the end. All right. Well, how should we decide who goes first today? I don't know. What are you thinking? Uh, it's got to be random. Perry, when was the last time you ate pizza? It's funny. I have three frozen pizzas in my freezer right now, but I have not eaten them recently, any of them recently. I think it was about not Sunday, this past Sunday, but the Sunday before that. Uh, so so two, two weeks-ish ago that I had pizza last, and it was really good. Uh, I had some on Saturday, so I have, oh. I have consumed pizza most recently. 
Which so, means what? <laughs> I didn't really come up with a rule for that. I feel like this is like the third or fourth time that exact thing has happened. <laughs> it's like something happens. Does that mean you get to pick if you go first or second? Does that mean you immediately oh, go first? Oh, wait. Did decide on that. You can go first. Okay. I will go first. All right. So to but clarify, I had that pizza have, most recently. You had I, that pizza most recently, I, if anybody's I did, wondering. I did win that. But it's possible that I could have pizza before the episode comes out. So when someone is listening to this, maybe I've had pizza most recently. I'll just make sure to eat pizza on Monday. <laughs> okay. Tuesday morning breakfast when this comes out. Pizza is what's for breakfast. Anyway, guys, top 10. After the last Airbender episodes, if anybody's wondering, there are 61. So many of them are good. There's only a few that are like just bad. Okay. Just a few. That I think are not good, but there's the Great Divide, of course. That one's. I horrible. love the Great Divide. Are you kidding? I hope that doesn't show up in your top ten. It's, <laughs> well, it's actually, not. I, I hope it does actually, because then I can fight you on it. No, it's a meme. I just love it. It's a meme. <laughs> the Great Divide reminded me a lot of our presidential debate this past week. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get into this because we've got a lot of a lot of good stuff planned for this extravaganza celebration of mm-hmm. Avatar: the Last Airbender. And my number ten favorite episode is season two episode 12 the serpent's pass Mm, great episode great episode which i believe uh is like on netflix is part one of a two-parter but when it was originally released it is has its own title uh Mm -hmm. the serpent's pass um so the episode in case you know you need to people need to recap at home this episode uh kind of starts with the avatar gang um at a kind of hidden loading bay where refugees are ferried to the other side of serpent's pass so they can get into bossing say and start a new life toff beifong you know being from uh, the beifong family she secures the group tickets on the ferry but they end up giving them away because there's a family that has like a baby but then somehow some reason they not only lose their own tickets but they they're, so the family's tickets get stolen, and then they're That's like, right. "We'll just give them ours." And like, I'm pretty sure the the mean lady in charge said, "You can't do that. We cannot share tickets." Okay, so they both. Oh, that's right. So they still technically had their tickets, but then they decided they would all not use them to go take the take the like pregnant lady and that group uh, across Serpent's Pass because they're noble. Because they are noble, and he's the avatar, so he's kind of got to do that thing. Uh, Suki, Suki's back with no makeup. No makeup? No, no, she's definitely... She has makeup on at this this point. I meant no Kyoshi makeup. No, she doesn't. No, I think she does, doesn't she? No. Or maybe maybe she just puts it on to go across the pass. Yeah, yeah. When they meet okay. her, she doesn't. When they like, meet, she doesn't, because he's like, who are you? And I didn't recognize you without your makeup. But then she puts makeup back on when they go across right. the Serpent's Pass. Okay. To go into warrior mode. That's right, that's right. So, and this is the first time Suki and Sokka have been together since early season one, mm-hmm. uh, episode... Five, I believe. Yep. Um, and so, and also, this is the first time that Sokka has seen Suki since the fling with Princess Yiwei. Um, no, he he hasn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Because we're in season two now. Yiwei's my bad, my bad. I was moon. reading off of season Spoiler. one. Spoiler. Like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on the other story, uh, Jet is back Good with his Jet. freedom fighter- fighters, and he meets Zuko and Iroh on board the ferry. And they become friends, and they actually um, steal some, some food from the captain um, 
So that's kind of kind of an interesting side mission as well. There's a big fight sequence against the serpent uh, that is that I assume Ser- Serpent's Pass is named after. Mm-hmm. Um, and so lots of lots of action there, and of course the the scene where Suki, who hasn't seen Sokka for a long time, and really when she did meet Sokka for the first time, they were only like together for a couple days, mm-hmm. but she's trying to kiss this man like mm-hmm. like immediately, like there. <laughs> And there's this really kind of cute scene where she leans in and in the background is the moon, mm-hmm. right? To, mm-hmm. She leans in to kiss Sokka <laughs> and Sokka kind of kind of turns away and he's like, no, it's not right. And 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 because he's still kind of really sad about Princess Yiwei. Turning into the moon. Turning into the moon. That's rough, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh and also Wes, I don't know if you've noticed I'm wearing my avatar the last oh, I noticed. shirt. I, I noticed. So that's pretty uh applicable. But that's a really cute scene. And then later on the, she's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, uh, you know, I didn't I didn't it's been a long time since you've seen and he just like you know, leans in for the schmackaroonie mm-hmm. um at that point. So and then they're a full blown couple again. How do you feel about this episode, Wes? Serpent's Pass. Oh, love it. Uh I will tell you it's not on my list, but it was the first one out. Okay, okay, good, yeah. good, good. So we're pretty is, equal on that one. This is right in the middle of um, the season, mm-hmm. 12, I guess, so there's 20 episodes in season two, and right before, this is in a, in a pretty climactic two-part uh, two part episode here that's kind of like a middle, um, honestly, the whole second half of season two is, is really action-packed, because you've got this two-parter here that this is part one of, even though it's not a, a it's it's not a formal two-part episode but it's like kind of conjoined and then um then you've got like the whole lake lao guy mini boss later on and then you've got the end um the the something of destiny finale to season two so really action-packed and this kind of really this kind of Mm -hmm. kick starts every all the action that ends uh season two although there are a few lulls in there uh to slow down but yeah, I'm, I enjoy The Serpent's Pass. Yeah, a lot of good great, stuff. Great episode. I'm kind of shocked that it's episode 12. I feel like we spend... I just feel like <clears throat> book two is so much in Bossing Say, and I'm not even there You do yet. feel that. You do feel that it's so much in Bossing Say, but they actually spend quite a bit of time yeah, in just... In just yeah, in just the, the, the deserts and the farmlands yeah. of season two. At this point, Appa's gone. They don't have Appa. Um, so yeah. this... So this bad. is why they can't just fly over there, obviously. Um, so they don't have Appa for a long time, actually, because I think he's yeah. stolen, what, season two, episode, like, five or six. Yeah, when they're in the desert. And then yeah, the, the library. They back to, like, the finale, pretty much. Yeah, so. So sad. Yeah. There's a few episodes I don't really like in the, in the section without Appa, with, like, the Appa's Lost Days. Oh, I hate Appa's Lost Days. It's not really, I, I mean. I lose myself every time. <laughs> so but yeah, my yeah, only beef with this episode is at the end when they have the baby and they're like, "We're gonna name it Hope," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Thank you." I also did that. <laughs> it's just like it feeds into the the stereotype of the show, but yeah, for sure. There's a lot of creepy stuff that goes on in Bossing Say with like, "I am Judy." <laughs> there oh, is no war. Don't worry, Bossing I will Say. mention Judy later. <laughs> the the city of walls and secrets. Yeah, just some weird stuff. That you either love or you don't. But there's some good stuff. A lot of good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So, Anyway. All right. All right. Um, that is all for my number 10. All right. My number 10. You ready, Perry? Yep. The Deserter. Season 1, episode Ooh. 16. This is a good one. This is a good choice. Um, so if you don't know, this is 
I mean, we're winding down. We're at the we're in like the final fourth of the season, um, and you know, Ang and the gang, the Ang gang, they're just uh, kind of cruising around, and then they decide <laughs> that oh, here's an opportunity to learn firebending. Let's take it, even though I have mastered nothing else yet. Yeah, and it was supposed to be last. Which, if we didn't see a train wreck coming, I don't know how we didn't. Um, but they meet. Um, firebending master Zhang Zhang, Zhang Zhang, uh, who is you know a former war hero type person. Um, Avatar Roku like comes to Zhang Zhang in a vision, which is super whack. Yeah, uh, and then later on we find out that it's alluded to that he was uh, Admiral Zhao's teacher. Um, yep. And at the end, Zhao shows up, and it's just a great fight. Um, Whenever Je- whenever Zhang Zhang throws up the wall of fire, oh, I lose my mind. Yeah. Um, and the entire just meme of a fight where Aang really just schools him by doing nothing. Yeah. You know, I absolutely love it. That's awesome. Yeah, don't forget about uh, when he's trying to learn firebending. And he burns he thinks, he, He's very arrogant about it, and he thinks he's ready but he doesn't realize how dangerous fire is and he accidentally burns Katara and he's like, oh, I'm scared to do firebending ever again because mm-hmm. I don't want to burn people. So, great great episode. This one actually is my number 20. Okay. So, I do love it for sure. I love Jong Jong. Love Jong Jong. Great guy. Great, great guy. Highly recommend getting to know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm moving afraid. on to my yeah, number nine. My number nine, which could be a de- could be controversial, Wes. My number nine is season one, episode thirteen, "The Blue Spirit." Mm. So, only way, only reason it could be controversial is because it's not, you know, way higher. I think mm-hmm. people love "The Blue Spirit," and I, I love it as well. The only reason I would say, well, I'll get to the end of why I would say I, I w- don't have it higher than I do, but uh, it's definitely widely thought of as the best episode of season one by many people. I think the pacing is a bit slow to get into the action. Like upon watching it the second time and thinking more critically about it, I was surprised to be like eight ish minutes in before, you know, and Aang still looking for frogs. And and so that's kind of, you know, I was like, okay, a third of this episode has gone by and I'm kind of bored. Once Aang gets captured by these archers, the, which are really cool and we never really see them again yeah it's like where do they go where did they come from (laughs) i don't know um but anyway yeah so there's this great plot device called illness that makes that for this to be a uh an ang only episode really an ang and zuko episode um it's just a way to knock out Sokka and katara really and get them out of the way and of course ang gets captured which is it's funny this is like the fifth time in the season already that he's been captured um (laughs) so he's really bad at like even in the episode prior in um i believe it's the storm is the one prior to this Sokka jokingly as he's like getting woken up uh says like what's going on did we get captured again <laughs> because they're started they're really they're already self-aware of how often they get captured but anyway <laughs> so Aang gets captured again by the fire nation really bad at not getting captured really good at getting away somehow mm-hmm. and this mysterious dual sword wielding blue spear breaks him out helps him escape only to be knocked unconscious by an arrow as they're getting away. Aang then finds out, oh, it's, Zuko. it's Zuko. What do I do? This is a, a conscience like divide thing going on. Like, does he does he help Zuko? Does he leave him? Uh, he ends up saving Zuko and, and um, 
it's it's really an intense episode, some really good action, and mm-hmm. it ends on a very somber and emotional note with um, Aang in the forest and Aang saying, in a different life, do you think we could have been friends? Shoots fire. Man. And Izuku says, no. <laughs> yeah, and then Aang goes back home, or back, not home, back to the place. Wherever they to were. the place where where Katara and Sokka are being plot sick and gets them to suck frogs. Um. <laughs> and, so- and Loopy Sokka says, How was your trip, Aang? Did you make any friends? I don't think so. I don't think so, which is sad. But fun fact, this was originally supposed to be a season finale because Nickelodeon ordered 13 episodes originally. Oh. And so they wrote this as a season finale, but kind of at the point it was released, I think they knew like they were getting the full series yeah. release. So love it. Love the episode. It's a classic. It's a, it a classic. Zuko and Aang special. Um, great action and just, you know, really, mm-hmm. really got a little bit of everything with that, with that emotion between yeah. those two at the end. Basically, no bending. Not a lot of bending. Like, a lot of bending. Aang uses some airbending to put a cloud over them when he's, you know, saves Zuko after he saves, yeah. saves him. And use a little bit of bending when he's in the jail cell. Jail, jail cell? Jail, jail cell. Jail Jail cell in Kentucky. Wow. I should change my, my jail cell with my moonshine. Um, and then other than that, it's just Zuko and some swords. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And where does he get the bucket? Where did he get the bucket, Wes? You know what I'm talking about? The bucket? So he's oh. like he's like on the ceiling and then he like drops down and like splashes the firebender with a bucket of water. Uh I'm sure he could have picked it up somewhere. Yeah, bucket was the, in his side. pants, confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I will talk more about the blue spirit later. But Okay, yeah, sounds good. good. Moving good on episode. to your number nine. My number nine. Oh shoot, I wasn't ready. I gotta pull it up. Uh my number nine is also from season one, just like our last my last one. Um, my, episode, my, my rankings are really balanced, just to let you know. Yeah, mine are from, too. From seasons. Mine are too. Um, I'm picking episode three, the Southern Air Temple. Good good choice. Good choice. Um, so basically, Aang's all excited to show them his home, and then he gets there, and they're all dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But, and then... You know, he finds Monk Gyatso's body, and then we see him go into the Avatar state, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yep. Um, second episode in a row. And then Katara, like, grabs his hand, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Keep in mind, they've known each other for, what, three days? <laughs> yeah. Four days. Uh, but still cool. Um, they're already an item. I think it fuels a lot of little bit of ang angst that we see throughout the series you know he is and this is the like the closure episode like we realize he is the last one yep for and sure it also it's pretty dark i mean there are bodies in a children's cartoon absolutely lots of bodies it really sets the t- the the tone mm-hmm. for the series like this is not a little kid's show. No. This is not your SpongeBob SquarePants. Nope. Okay. Maybe this, this is real. This is real life. And you can't forget, so you talked about Aang's plotline. Don't forget 
the Agni Kai between Zuko and Zhao is this episode as well. Oh, yes, it is. Yes. And that, man, I love a good Agni Kai. Did you know Agni Kai means fire meeting? Yes. That's pretty dope, isn't it? And uh, when Zuko trips out his foot. One of my favorite quotes is in this episode, and I will get to it later. Oh, is it? But but I will say, uh, this is not on my top ten list, though. So not not to put those ideas in people's heads that that's why I was getting into it later, but we'll get to it later when we start talking about some quotes. But this is my number twelve, so very very close. Oh wow, okay, man, we're yeah. we're pretty even on this. We didn't even talk at all. Yep, 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 yep. This Amazing. is very good, and I I definitely lean like you'll find this uh, to be true of my rankings that I lean action packed episodes. Like oh, you're, for not sure. gonna, you're not you're not going to find like the more there's the 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 plot filler episodes probably not on here. Uh, for me, I lean towards the action and the emotion, and this one has a lot of that. So, you mean you don't have the the tale of two lovers secret tunnel? The the cave of the two lovers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there it's funny. There's a couple episodes in the series that are just like supposed to be like that are they're just way more funny than most of the others. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of this one. I think of the beach. Or like or I think of Cave of Two Lovers, I think of the beach, I think of a couple others, and those all kind of found their way into the like middle, like mm-hmm. twenty five to like thirty five of my. Of my overall rankings, which is funny. Secret tunnel. Secret tunnel. tunnel. Great episode. Hey, hey guys, how'd you get out? Oh, we just did like the original Earthbenders and used the power of love. And he's like, oh, we used the power of huge beasts or something. Measurable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, measurable. Anyway, all right. Number eight, right? Yeah, number eight. Okay, this one's... Mm, love talking about this one all day. Number eight, season one, episode ten... You know what that is? I'm sure you're going to come Jet. Oh, Jet. Jet. Gosh. Th- this is a staple episode. As the gang is ambushed in the forest, Jet and his freedom fighters save the day. Katara is immediately infatuated with Jet, which I, fun fact, did not know how to spell infatuated. I thought it was infatuated, E-M-P-H, fatuated, uh, was how you spelled that word. And I have a degree, and it's actually infatuated. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, immediately infatuated with Jet and the idea that he is leading a rebellion against the Fire Nation. Unfortunately, Jet isn't leading a rebellion as much as he is trying to simply wipe out as many Fire Nation as he can. So basically, he's a genocidal maniac. maniac yeah, they he's find a terrorist. Out. <laughs> yeah. Not caring about any innocent civilians to get in the way. The episode is extremely action-packed. has lots of depth and moral conflict. And Sokka is kind of on display. His like leadership on display mm-hmm. and his... Uh, what does he say uh, all the time in that episode is like his uh, instincts, mm-hmm. which he doesn't talk about his instincts like the rest of the show, but he talks about his instincts like six or seven times in this episode, which is kind of annoying. Uh, a couple of fun facts for you, though. Jet uh, is modeled after there's a, like the character Spike Spiegel from Cowboy Bebop, which I have not seen, but I'm interested in watching soon. I think it's on Hulu. Um, but Spike Spiegel is this kind of bad boy character that always smokes a cigarette. Mm. And so Jet is this bad boy character that always smokes a piece of wheat, piece of wheat. except for he's not smoking it. He's just sucking it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's like, you got sucking that or sucking frogs or, you know, maybe, maybe it's, uh, maybe it's medicine. I don't know. <laughs> for his arthritis. And also there's a Totoro nod. I don't know if you've noticed this. You haven't seen My Neighbor Totoro, I don't think, so you probably haven't noticed this. No. But there's a My Neighbor Totoro nod when Appa is sleeping in one of the tree forts. He is sleeping like Totoro, and I think uh, someone is sleeping on his on his belly or something like that. Oh. So, 
So yeah. Good uh, episode. Great episode, man. Um I just love the idea of Jet and his freedom fighters. You do? It's just like the way they set it up as like there's some like incredible gang of like everybody in the gang except for really Jet, it seems, has like innocent morals of like we have been negatively affected by the Fire Nation and we mm-hmm. wanna help. And Jet takes up this role of leader and he really is like a figurehead mm-hmm. but he his motives are not to fight for freedom they are to kill get as revenge. many yeah mm-hmm. get revenge they are they're revenge driven so just yeah it's a great great episode i love it this is where the series really starts kicking into gear mm-hmm. is jet in my opinion in terms of action is it the first time we see katara use ice you know, I that's think a good question. Be. That's a good question. I'm not gonna have you fact check um, it, but I think it. Might I be. think I think it is. I think it is. She's mm. pretty new because so Jet is after the waterbending scroll, right? That's number nine, I think. And I think in that one is she's she's starting to toy with it mm. um, for the first time. So, Ta-da. so yeah. Big so deal. all of a sudden she's getting better, and there's a there's a good a nice fight scene between Jet and Aang, um, that has kind of got some really uh, almost like Naruto um, aspects to it, uh, not like or even like I don't even know like it's it's uh it just feels kind of anime the fight scene. Uh, mm. uh, I don't know I don't know if you noticed that. Good episode. I yeah. fun. I actually have a lot of beef with Jet. I don't really like him that much. Um, thank goodness for his, like, mild redemption arc in season two. Uh, but on, on the, uh, the question, who's the most annoying character in Avatar, I waver on saying Jet sometimes. Yeah, as the most annoying. It is interesting, he is, like, brainwashed himself, it feels like. And then he gets brainwashed. (laughs) And then he gets brainwashed, which is ironic. But, like, he... Tells everybody, and he, he has got these. Right. He believes that he is actually. I, I, I think this is true. Like he says that that they're out to assassinate him. Like he talks about that, um, and then he like convinces everybody that like this like old Fire Nation guy has a knife and was coming to assassinate him. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like he believes it. Like obviously he's trying to deceive as well but i think he can con- like i think he can kind of convince himself he's like that he is some big figure edge. yeah 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 but yeah so no good episode good pick all right all right my number eight my number eight perry it's gonna be our first episode from book three and Ooh. i have to scroll here for a second so the episode that i'm picking is episode 13 the firebending masters so if you don't know, this is where Zuko and Aang go to meet the Sun... Is it the Sun Warriors? Is that what they're called? Yeah, the Sun Warriors. To understand, like, the origin of firebending and what they're supposed to be doing. Um, and it's supposed to be a place where the dragons are, which were the original firebenders, much like the badger moles and the flying bison. But they're supposed to be all dead. And apparently Iroh killed the last one. Uh, and then when they get there, they gotta get through some booby traps. It's got some major, like... Egyptian looking through the tombs vibe. They meet the people, they get up to the hill, the, the top of the mountain, I mean, and then there's dragons, and they realize that Iroh lied and protected the dragons because Iroh's Iroh. Yep. And Aang realizes what firebending is, 
And Zuko realizes that he's been looking at it wrong the entire time. He's been looking at it as raged instead of, you know, as like an art. Yeah. Yeah. And this is big. Uh, I think it's where we really see. I mean, if you watch Korra, which you, you haven't watched all of it yet, but like. No, I'm, I'm about two seasons through. Season two sucked, but we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> it is consistently alluded to that, you know, Aang and Zuko are best friends. Yep. And I, this is the beginning of that. Oh, for sure. For sure. And it's so cool. It's the episode right after, episode right after, hi, Zuko here. Hi, Zuko here. <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, this is, so, uh, Zuko goes on some, as Toph, uh, calls it later on. Can I go on my field trip with Zuko? <laughs> this is the, the yep. Zuko and Aang field trip. I literally, on my uh, my ranking of every single episode, the description I wrote for this episode was Zuko and Aang go on a firebending field trip to learn from the firebending masters, dragons. Mm-hmm. That is it. Uh, might be the shortest description I wrote. Um, but that pretty much describes it. Uh, it's a firebending field trip uh, between those two. So mm-hmm. it's a solid episode. It's my number 25. Um, so not quite as high, but still in the top half. So... Yeah, I'm a big fan. Anyway, moving on to my number seven. This is the back half of the somewhat two-parter that I talked about earlier uh, of The Serpent's Pass. Then the one that follows it is season two, episode 13, The Drill. The Drill. So in this one, um, Team Avatar takes on Azula and her team of Azula's angels when they try to drill through the wall of Bossing Say. Uh, the entire episode is basically just action packed. It's it's all about this drill uh, that's coming in, and they're trying to stop it. But there's also a lot, of, a lot of good comedic moments as well. Episode is the cap of the exciting middle of season two section, and then there's about there's about three episodes I think that are a little slower after this. I know there's Tales of Bossing Say, there's Appa's Lost Days, and there's um. Uh, a couple, there's City of Walls and Secrets, and then and then Lake Lao Guy, I think, kind of starts kicking back up again in terms of the the action of the season. So this is like almost like a mini boss of season two. Mm-hmm. I guess there's a couple mini bosses of season two because Lake Lao Guy when they when they come after um, Longfang, but uh, but yeah, this is kind of a, a little little halfway through, like as as the Blue Spirit is like the mock middle season finale. The drill is the same way. The episode 13 of season two is kind of a, a middle boss yeah. as well. So really good. Uh, there's a cool, a couple of really cool moments where Aang and Azula are fighting and Aang is trying to get this last blow on the drill <laughs> to yep. break it apart. Um, so that's, uh, there's some really cool, really well choreographed animation stuff. I don't know if you call it choreography because it's animation, but yep, it's what's called choreography. It's pretty sweet. There's, I, I don't know if you caught this, but there's a, I think there's a little bit of a, like a Ty Lee Sokka moment where she talks about mm-hmm. like how cute Sokka is. Yep. The cute waterbending boy or something. Mm-hmm. Water tribe, not waterbending, water tribe boy. So kind of a funny episode too. Anyway. Oh, I love Ty Lee. Every single moment Ty Lee's on the screen. I, I love it. Um, yeah. I think this is the first time we actually see Team Avatar get the best of three girls. It's true. They kind of seem invincible until this point. The three girls kind of schooled them in Omashu, yep. and then they chased after them. Um, but yeah, so that was exciting. And May poking her head out the out the door. We <laughs> lost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, good episode. Good. Big fan. Yep. <clears throat> All right, sick. All right. Uh, is it seven? Seven, right? We are on seven. 
Awesome. You're number seven. I scrolled to the wrong one. Number seven for me is the finale of season two, The Crossroads of Destiny. Crossroads of Destiny. Wow, Wes, we have, spoiler, uh, none of yours have crossed with mine yet. I think a couple, one of mine has crossed with yours, but none of yours have crossed with mine. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But they're all close. They're all close. Keep going. Uh, So The Crossroads of Destiny, so this is, you know, in the catacombs of Bossing Say, and we get a big fight between Aang, Zuko, Katara, Azula. And then Iroh a little bit. Um, also, don't forget about Long Fang. Freaking hate Long Fang. Uh, but it's a great, it's a great fight. Absolutely great fight. We see Katara without the octopus uh, <laughs> style, which is so fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and you know, Zuko has had this character arc where he's like about to become good. You know. And then he just throws it away. And we were all... Everyone was rooting for Zuko. Everyone was rooting for Zuko. Katara thought that they had become friends. Uh, and then he's just like, yeet. Yep. I'm gonna fight with my sister. Um, we see Aang get hit with lightning while in the Avatar state. Kinda dies. And Katara luckily has her moon spirit water, courtesy of UA. Yep. yep. Not, really, not really UA, but someone else. But still... Yue is the spirit. Um, Which she almost uses for Zuko. Right. Like minutes before. Yeah. To sh- Zuko and, and her have this moment where mm-hmm. that starts the whole Zutara thing, but mm-hmm. where she trusts him and it's like she, he convinces her that she, he has like he has gone through this change in the last like three or four episodes. He lets yep. he releases Appa and he's going through this transformation kind of thing where he's battling against himself and his tendencies basically and what does he desire most and mm-hmm. and we think that he has made a turn for the better and Katara also believes that and she is about to like heal his scar potentially with the spirit water and then he is convinced by Zula mm-hmm. to join back with her yeah so it's good it's a good episode also one of the few times we get to see Iroh fight and I love seeing Iroh fight because he's kind of OP Honestly. Oh, he's he is very, yes. Literally the so only strong. the only reason Azula and Zuko did not lose to Iroh single handedly is because she had the Daily Agents. Yeah. And this is where Iroh gets captured mm-hmm. as well. And then he goes he goes to jail and Which basically takes Iroh. him he gets jacked Iroh, yeah. But basically takes him out of half of season well, almost all of season three. He's really not in season three very much. No, but like even but his, in his, his even voice in his, actor was also not alive at that point, so that's a right. pro- possibly another reason why they didn't have him as much in season three. But even in his silence, he is so just like moving to me. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, Crossroads of Destiny, a season finale. Are we really surprised the season the season finale to season two is on my list? No, not surprised. Not surprised. It is on my top fifteen. It's number thirteen. But oh, uh, man. Did not make my top 10 because my number six here is another one from season two. Season two, episode seven, Zuko Alone. Oh, Zuko Alone, one of the heaviest and best written episodes in the whole show. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learned so much about the childhood of Zuko and um, his relationship with his mom, Ursa, as well as a lot of backstory of the Fire Nation. He spends a lot of time wandering through the desert. He is weak. He needs nourishment and... He stands up uh, at, at he he eventually makes it to some small earth bending or earth uh, kingdom village. Soldiers think that Zuko is like picking a fight with them or something. In any way, um, Zuko stands up against 
the corrupt Earth Kingdom soldiers. And so the kid, since he doesn't rat the kid out, uh, takes him back to his house and they feed him and they show him such kindness and he befriends the boy, gives him a little dagger. And then the soldiers take the boy at one point and, and they threaten to like make him join the army. Mm-hmm. And so Zuko then goes and confronts these soldiers and he starts fighting them with just swords at first. Cause he's trying to conceal, like he, he says his name is what Lee or Lee Lee. So he's he's concealing his identity. He doesn't and he knows that they'll that the people will hate him if they find out who he is. Um, so he deals he battles with that a lot of who is he, and eventually you know he he can he takes out like three of these Earth uh, Kingdom soldiers, but he needs to use his firebending to defeat the fourth. And then everybody sees who he is, and he says, "I am Zuko. I am the prince of the Fire Nation, the son of Ozai." and everybody doesn't want anything to do with him and the kid the kid says get away from me and it's yeah. it is That's it tough. is it's tough it's so tough and he ends the the episode as it began with him alone uh fun fact the only episode in the whole series without team avatar in it uh just zuko mm. just zuko alone <laughs> in the episode yeah it is uh this this time when i watched avatar all the way through i mean i'm almost done uh i skipped that episode Oh, you just knew it was too tough. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard time watching that one and a hard time watching Abba's Lost Days for different reasons. No, Abba's Lost Days makes me sad. Oh, okay. Does it make you think of like a dog that's trying to find his way home? Yeah. Oh, okay, interesting. But no, Perry, great choice. Great choice. I, I have anything else to say? Good. Actually, I do have one thing. It shows us that. The Fire Nation army is not the only corrupt group here. Oh, that's true, yes. And, I mean, obviously we find out that all of Bossing Say is corrupt. Yeah. Um, so, it makes me... That episode itself makes me not feel that bad for the Earth Kingdom. Yeah. This you is know? really when we start to feel, like, a lot for Zuko. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The beginning of Season 2... Zuko was really not supposed to be a big part of the show, but he was written in late in the process when they kind of found out that they needed someone to bolster like the cat and mouse between the Fire Nation and Team Avatar. And because Ozai was just sitting back on his throne this whole time, he couldn't really be that much of an antagonist. So that's why they put in Zuko. And so he's really just an antagonist in season one. But season two is when you start to really feel for him, I think. And then he becomes arguably the best character of all time. (laughs) Yeah, arguably, for sure. For sure. All right, sick. My number six, Perry. I am sticking in season two. Episode six, The Blind Bandit. The Blind Bandit, Toph um, Beifong. So, I... Toph is my favorite character in the show. I will claim that all the time. Um, and Earthbenders are also my favorites. Okay. Of the four. Um, and there is a ton of Earthbending in this episode. A ton uh, you get to meet the boulder. The boulder. I love I think, the boulder. I think he's actually designed after like the Rock Johnson, and so that's why he's called the boulder. I hope so. I, I'm pretty I sure I heard so. that somewhere, read that somewhere. Um, and like the way the boulder talks, he always versions himself as the boulder. Um, <laughs> but ton of earthbending. Uh, you get it's the fact that she's blind, and you see that becomes her advantage is so cool to me. And you know she was shown. Two episodes earlier in the swamp in 
Aang's vision. Right, and you don't know that if you haven't seen, like, you don't know who that is at first. Like, nope, if, not one bit. If it, on your first time watching, that's just some creepy girl in the swamp. Yep, with a flying boar. Yep. Um, Which is just uh, their crest of the Beifong family crest. And I just love how angsty she is, being from this snooty family. Um, I love that she's, like, the greatest earthbender we see ever. Ever. And she's ten. <laughs> she invents metal bending, but that that's later. That's later. Um, yeah, since it's the introduction of Toph, that's, that's big for me. Are you sure she's 10? I think she's also 12. Maybe she's also 12, I don't know. I thought she was younger for some reason, but... Yeah, and she calls Aang Twinkle Toes. Twinkle Toes, and it uh, sticks forever. Forever. Even into their later years. When you Even into Korra. Korra, <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, uh, yeah. Blind Bandit, great pick. Once again, we are not crossing. I do like the Blind Bandit, but that is my number... 23. All right, we're in the top five. We are now to the top five episodes, Wes. Top five episodes. All right. I'm going to spoil a little bit and say my top five, Wes, are all parts of other, of parts of like multiple part episodes. Uh, Three of mine are. Okay. Which just kind of makes sense. Like you're putting, you're making double part episodes because they have a ton in them. My number five is. A prison break style episode gives me some some Shawshank vibes, and it's Boiling Rock Part Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuko's uh, it's Sokka Zuko's field trip. It's the Sokka Zuko field trip. Yeah, this is the back half of the two parter. Obviously, uh, prison break style episode. The first one is really a lot more of like your typical prison break. Part mm-hmm. one is they don't do. There's not really any bending that really goes down as they they plan this elaborate escape from the prison mm-hmm. um so classic prison break style the second part is actually after zuko has like been like Sokka has to basically let zuko be captured to keep his own cover yep. from being blown and so when zuko's captured the warden who is may's uncle then like tells may and may comes and then azula and Ty Lee also come so there's this moment when zuko like may comes in who zuko has just broken up with may basically to go join team avatar by a note on left on her bed sad tough tough it's almost as bad as an email um <laughs> or text broken up by text yeah so she comes and there's this moment there and that's it's honestly the first time i started to kind of feel for may uh because i typically don't like her um and yeah, so that's that's kind of tough because he obviously still has feelings for her, but has to has to face his destiny. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot of fighting towards the yeah. end of the episode, yeah. some a lot of deception. Uh, it has May and Tylee's redemption. As oh they yeah, d- defy Azula. It has a phenomenal phenomenal line. You miscalculated. I love I, that. I love Zuko more than I fear I you. Oh, so good, May. Such a good line. Oh. And then Tylee then defies uh, Azula as well and uh, blocks her chi or whatever. So I think we knew for a while that May and Tylee did have a moral compass. Yeah. And, oh. And this is when we get Suki back. Right, we, we have Suki back. So Suki, we didn't even know we were getting Suki back. Right, we did, and so Suki was gone since Serpent's Pass. Really, mm-hmm. she goes back to join Kyoshi Warriors again. She's briefly in Appa's Lost Days, but that yes. is Appa's Lost Days is where she gets captured by Azula, Azula. and 
Azul's Angels and sent <laughs> to Boiling Rock. Um, and that's so, yeah, they're trying to help her escape as well. And so that is that is why we did know we were getting Suki. That's why they go to Boiling Rock originally, right? No, they're going to get uh, uh, Hakoda. No, I think that was that was afterwards. That was why they they stuck around, right? Because he's like, wait, there's going to be some war prisoners dropped off. Because I remember there's like a there's like a scene where where um, Saka finds out that from Azula, right? When during the back half of the Day of Black Sun, that he finds out from Azula in that like fight where Azula can't use bending but she's really just trying to buy her time oh yeah that yeah, she captured right. her you're and right. sent her to the prison and so that's when Sokka's like boy I'm gonna go save my girls get this bread because I can't right. have the moon yeah I can't have the moon so I gotta have Suki um, is part, anyway it's good part, stuff is part one is when he says that's tough buddy right yes is it part one yeah okay. it's part one that he says that's tough buddy when they're on the way there in the, my last in the war balloon. To the moon. that's tough that's rough buddy <laughs> That's so funny to me. So I I didn't realize that was like a meme. Like the first time I, I watched either, it, honestly. first time first time I watched it, I died laughing. Yeah, I thought it was so funny. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, this is a huge meme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so oh, makes sense. Man. Makes sense. All right, what's your number five, Wes? All right, Perry. My number five is the series finale, Avatar Aang. Avatar so, Aang, episode twenty one of season three. You know, we enter the episode mid-fight uh, with Aang shielding himself in a Earth Rock. So, Sozin's Comet Part Four is the, this one. Yeah, season three, yeah. episode twenty. It's the end-all, be-all. Um, we see Aang go into like the most epic Avatar state ever. Yep. We see uh, Katara finally douse Azula. Is this the episode where Sokka loses his space sword, or is that the episode yeah, before? Yeah, it is. It is yeah. this episode. He breaks his me. leg. For a moment, we think he and Toph are going to die. Yeah, for real. Like, for real. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary. So. Um, I mean, it's just an episode Azula full. cheap shots Katara in this episode, and uh, or like tries to, and then Zuko takes the hit. Zutara oh, so forever. Good. It's so good. It's just all-out action. All-out action. And... My favorite part is when Aang goes up in the air and he has fire coming from both fists, both feet, and his mouth. Oh, yeah. And it's just like the, the score. Big, the the score, the, dude. Yeah. Oh, so good. The score. Um, yeah. I'll talk more it, about this on my on my, my ranking here. <laughs> it was hard for me to not put this higher, not going to lie, but I had to uh, knock it down just a little bit because it's so good because it is all action. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what we've been waiting for. for yep. It was a great finale. Incredible finale. Yeah, I'll spoil. It's our first overlap. so I'm not surprised. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's a great pick. Absolutely a must-have on your list. And if it's not mm-hmm. on your list, you probably don't like the series that much. Um, and, and you're wrong. <laughs> and if you don't so, like the series, you're wrong. Moving on to my number four is season three, episode 11. It is Day of Black Sun, part two, The Eclipse. Mm. Mm-hmm. So after realizing the Fire Nation, the the whole first part of this is that they realize basically getting to this point where they realize the Fire Nation was ready for their invasion, and then Aang, Sokka, and Toph eventually find the bunker where all like the Fire Nation is kind of hiding, and Azula is waiting for them, um, mm-hmm. and they have this fight with her, and she can't bend, but she's just avoiding them, like oh, yeah. and just stalling for time. 
Um, and this is what we were talking about a second ago when during this they're like they've realized she's just stalling and yep. they have to they have to go find Ozai and then she starts talking about Suki and Sokka explodes on her and they waste the rest of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know can't can't hate the man. You know he he's got feelings I guess, yeah. but Zuko's confrontation with Fire Lord Ozai. Ozai. This is where he tells Ozai, and Ozai has no bending, so he's like, you're going to sit, and you're going to listen, and I'm going to tell you about how much I basically hate you. Uh, You are a terrible (laughs) father, and you are cruel for making me fight you as, like, a 10-year-old kid. What was it? He was, like, 13, I guess. 13 or 14. Yeah. And he says, my destiny is not with the Fire Nation. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, it's to stop the Fire Nation, because we are what's killing like the world essentially. So amazing, amazing moment amazing. for Zuko. Uh, that's what did it for me. That's what had it so high. It's like the rest of the episodes like good, but that confrontation. And then as soon as Ozai gets his, his bending back, he like shoots lightning at, at Zuko and he absorbs it and redirects it. And it's like, mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. It's also in this episode where I realize, I mean, I guess we know, but we don't know that they're going to win in the end. Like, we know they're going to win in the end, right? Sure. Um, it was this episode that's like, I was like, man, Zuko should be the Fire Lord. Like, he's a leader. Who would have thought? Yeah, who would have thought it? Yeah, great. All right. That's your number four, yeah? Yeah. I, I lose track so easily. All right. My number four. Throwing it back to season two. Episode 17, Lake Laogai. Lake Laogai. They're taking uh, a trip to Lake Laogai. Judy. Oh, man. Freaking Judy. Judy. But, uh, you know, it's here that we finally have all the pieces together of how corrupt the Earth Kingdom is, especially with the Dai Li and Long Feng. Um, yeah. Jet is back. Jet is back. Uh, we have Jet's redemption in this episode. Yeah, but he's brainwashed at the beginning of it. Right. It is in this episode, isn't it? Yeah, yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he gets brainwashed. He gets unbrainwashed by Aang saying, you're a freedom fighter. Um, yeah. And then, unfortunately, we do lose Jet after he gets good, but whatever. It is implied that Jet dies, for sure. Yeah. Pretty sure it's canon, also. Yeah, it's okay, guys. I'll be all. Uh, I'll be all right. You guys just leave. Yeah. Spoiler: Jet dies. <laughs> he was lying. Said. Uh, um. Said tough. So. But. So it's a great fight scene underground with Long Fang and the Dai Li. But also, my favorite part is Zuko releasing Appa. Yep. This is when Zuko. And you think he's gonna? He's turning for the better. But it actually takes yep, a while. Yeah. 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 It does take a while. He also throws his blue spirit mask uh, in the river. Yep. Which means he's embracing who he is, basically. Yeah. This is my number eighteen. So another one that I like a lot. It's uh it's another kind of season two mini boss, with Long, mm-hmm. Long Feng being the the boss. Freaking hate Long Feng. <laughs> yeah, he's not great. I don't love him. Anyway, cool. My number three is the last one on my list from season one, and it's mm-hmm. and it's the Siege of the North Part One. Instead of oh. not part two, a lot of people prefer part two. I prefer part one because I think this is the more action-packed of the two. A little more spirity stuff in part two, uh, a little less on the action side, I feel like. So part one is where 
So Zuko is actually still alive. You think you thought maybe he was dead for like a, an episode or like at the end of the last episode, you thought maybe um, General Zhao killed him because he legit, legit tried to have him assassinated. And and he has plans to take advantage of this invasion on the north um, to capture the Avatar. Um, there's a cool moment with him and Iroh as he's leaving the ship to start his adventure. Uh, he's like... When catching an octopus, you have to weave a really tight net with small holes so it doesn't squeeze through it. And then he's like, I know, uncle. And, and I was like, I'm sorry. Ever since my son died, I, I think of you as my own. And he's crying, oh. and, it's, and it's like, I know. Oh, so good. So good. Um, anyway... Sokka at the beginning of this episode is on like a little adventure with Yiwe on Appa and Yiwe and, and is clearly into Sokka but then she tells him that she is betrothed to be married mm-hmm. and he is kind of devastated by that and she says that they can't see each other uh, when the the siege starts like the invasion starts um, he volunteers to be on this like special team special force that's going to infiltrate the Fire Nation army and on that team is her betrothed uh, who's She's really kind of a, the worst He's really kind of a meathead. Anyway, that that's an interesting thing. You get to see him be kind of a leader. Um, mm-hmm. But it's also kind of funny in itself. Um, oh, yeah. The best part of this, I would say, is the battle between Katara and Zuko. While Aang is mm. in the spirity realm, Katara and Zuko have at it. And Katara has just been training with Paku for like not even an episode, right? I believe it's the episode previous to this. Was it was was where uh, she fought Paku for basically, and so he eventually agreed to train her, um, and now she's basically, quite good at basically, it. Basically, it was basically women's suffrage, but water Right, exactly. Some good themes though, and she. I think. I mean, we can say it was the moon power of the eclipse stuff, or power of the yeah power power of the full moon, not the eclipse. Power of the full moon that gave her like extra water bending ability, which is definitely canon for sure. But still, seems like she did some things that she wouldn't know how to do. Anyway, great episode, though. I just love it. I think it's action-packed. I think it's got a couple soft, like, uh, somber moments as well. And the episode ends with Aang in Zuko's clutches. What freaks me out... So, Perry, you know I'm afraid of water. Yes. What freaks Open me out water. this episode is, is is Zuko swimming through the frozen water. Yeah. Ugh. Freaks yeah. me out every time. All right, moving no, on. Good episode. Moving on. To my number three, Barry, you already talked about it, The Blue Spirit. Yeah. For me, keep in mind, this is season one, and when you watched it for the first time, you know, now we know who The Blue Spirit is, right? For the first time, we have no idea who that is. No clue. And then when it's Zuko at the end, oh, probably the biggest plot twist in Avatar. It's gotta be. Yeah, probably. Right? It's gotta be. Um... I mean, everybody knew Long Feng was bad, right? Oh, you could tell. You could tell. Yep. But I just think it's so well written. Um, it's so different. It's different from all the other episodes to me. Um, I just I love it. Big fan. Yeah, it's big great. fan. It's great. No arguments here. But I do want to know what happened to the to the archers. Yeah, the Yu Yu Yan archers, I believe, is what they're called. Yeah, they were really good. Hmm. Really good at what they do. They did capture Aang, so they got they got their job done. Okay, Wes, moving on to my number two. 
We're number two. We're now into Sozin's Comet, season three, episode twenty-one. This is part four. Avatar Aang. You've already mentioned it. I don't need to say a lot, but yeah, it's it's the conclusion of the season or of the series. It's a great conclusion. So good. Mm-hmm. Incredible score. Incredible sequences with Aang going like full blown Avatar mode and just demolishing demolishing Ozai as he kind of the majority of the fight in the third part and then in the beginning of the fourth part he's kind of on the defensive uh, not really not really attacking which is interesting I, I don't love how he's like so adamant on not killing Ozai because he clearly kills people along the way it's like Batman saying he doesn't kill people but like if you watch you it's like there's probably oh. deaths and well, I mean, in, in Siege of North Part Two, there's definitely some firebenders that drown. Well, like, and I'm also thinking of Blue Spirit. Like, there's he knocks tons of people off that huge wall, and they just fall to their death. Like you, Maybe. you would assume it's a huge wall, and like stuff like that happens where it's like, okay, you just knocked someone to their death, but you're <laughs> not willing to kill this like Hitler-esque evil man. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, that's kind of annoying, but I can't argue that this is one of the best episodes of the series, and it's my number two. Um, the the subtle, the moment where Sokka breaks his leg, uh, you, loses his space sword, uh, and boomerang, right? No, boomerang comes back, I think. Like, it seems like they're going to die, and then they start falling, mm-hmm. and then you see Suki on another balloon, and that's, you know, that's how they live. Gotta love Suki. Um, this is great ending and suki really became the avatar sixth man <laughs> at the end of the series yep. you know the power of the fan <laughs> yeah true so it's it almost makes you want to cry at the end and then katara takes out probably, azula yeah. and heals zuko as well so good i will say perry i'm really glad you didn't have that as number one because then i would have felt really bad for having it as low as five yeah and you having it at one no we'll we'll see what you got coming up Perfect. who's your number what's your number two wes my number two is The Siege of the North Part 2. Gotcha. Uh, I think we have the same number one then. So we'll break we'll break it out in just a second. Unless, we're, unless it's just completely not. <laughs> this is the biggest Avatar State thing we see happen um, up until this point. Which maybe even in total. I mean, I know like in the finale it's pretty crazy, but he does not become a giant water monster right. in the finale. Um you see the full power of the full moon. Uh, you see spirit power for really the first time, other than um, Hey Bye. Yep. And I believe it's also this episode where we meet Ko, right? The freaky face stealer? scorpion thing. The face stealer? The face stealer. Yeah, I think you're right. Ko is my second least favorite uh, spirit as far as like creeping out level. Like He creeps me out. Yeah. Right behind uh, the owl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, wait, uh, what's his name? Uh, the library, library of Wang Shitong. Yeah, you're right. Um, I ton of action. You can see Iroh fight again. Obviously, I'm an Iroh fight fan. Yep. <laughs> to me, the biggest underlying theme is just the idea that pride will ruin you because it really ruins Zhao. Yeah, for sure. He thought he had it. You know, it was pride that made him kill the fish spirit thing. Yep. And. It was pride that didn't take Zuko's hand, and he dies. He oh. gone. Oh, nice. All right. 
Well, that's cool. Uh, I, the only reason I, so I don't have this one very high, West. I'm going to be honest with you. I've seen this. So I looked through some some ratings, and there was one rating of all the episodes that had this as its number one, part two, Siege of the wow. North, uh, which is crazy. But I have this at my number 35. Um, and the reason is, whenever there's a lot of spirity, spirity stuff, I usually just didn't respond very well to it. Um, the Winter Solstice Part 1, one of my least favorite episodes. Oh, I love that episode. And... I mean, you got a great moment with Yiwei and Sokka. Tough. It's tough, dude. Um, tough, buddy. But I really don't like the this Avatar State Ex Machina, um, where it's like, okay, how are we going to survive this? And then let's just make myself a water monster. And obviously, it's the spirits that are, like, taking control and, mm-hmm. and the like, all the avatars of the past that are like, okay, obviously, we can't let the water tribe be wiped out like if they if the fire nation succeeds it's a complete genocide like there's no more water tribe you know mm-hmm. um because if they destroy the north there really is no south anyway um there's no benders down there yeah anymore. so uh so they're kind of the spirits kind of take control and but it's just kind of like a little bit ex machina like how is this gonna work out and then it's like oh, okay avatar state everybody's you know i'm a water monster everybody's dead but he's I love it. Yeah. I'm here for it. So it just wasn't it was, it seemed like and I know it's not sloppy writing really because the writing of this show is fantastic, but it it's the only thing to me out of the like biggest action packed like moments that felt a little sloppy, a little easy, a little too easy. Well, you need to pay attention to the fact that the Avatar is the bridge between the human world and the spirit world. Sure. And and of the three nations that are left, because the airbenders are gone. The water tribe is the most spiritual of the three. Yeah. Therefore, it would make sense that a spirit comes to the aid of the water tribe, and I think it's dope. Also, it takes a girl giving up her life to become the moon. Yeah. That's rough, buddy. Which, who knows, maybe that's why we have the moon today. I guess so. All right, Perry. It's time. Should we recap? Should we recap? Okay, I'll I'll recap real quick. And then you can recap before we go to yours. Okay. My number 10, Serpent's Pass from Season 2, Episode 12. My number 9 is The Blue Spirit. My number 8, Jet. Number 7, The Drill. Number 6, Zuko Alone. All alone. Number 5, Boiling Rock, Part 2. Number 4, The Day of Black Sun, Part 2, The Eclipse. Number three, The Siege of the North, part one. Number two, Sozin's Comet, part four, Avatar Aang. And so my number one, Wes, is season three, episode 20, Sozin's Comet, part three, Into the Inferno. Yeah, that's mine. This might be... (laughs) That's mine too. Is it yours also? Good. That's mine too. We can talk about it together. Best episode. Best episode. Possibly best episode of any TV show I've ever seen. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because this is so much action. So many of the best parts of the whole show are in this episode. Literally starts off tough right away. Like there's this, there's some funny there's some funny elements pretty early on with Sokka and Toph and Suki's uh, plot arc of like calling everybody into like the bridge of one of the like ships, and it's like, oh, he, for- he remembered my birthday, um, <laughs> and then they all get like dropped out. Anyway, that's really funny. But Toph metal bends a freaking door into an Iron Man suit, basically, which is mm-hmm. so dope. And then Iroh and Zhang Zhang oh. kick some oh, major butt. 
all the White Lotus. Like, Zhang Zhang goes crazy, down. and then Iroh's just like, oh my gosh, the White Lotus, they're crazy in Bossing Say. The best part of the whole episode and the entire series, I have a shirt of it, not on right now, but the Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula, it's just intense, vibrant colors. It's the background on my phone right now. It reflects, like, there's just... <laughs> Gives gives me chills, dude. It's like the the music going on in it, the the fire, the blue and the orange fire. Just like they they show some some scene, some like shots from the back or from like the overview of the city, and you just see the fire. Mm-hmm. It's like exploding out from this like arena courtyard thing, and the score of the song or of the of the episode is incredible. So so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's phenomenal! It's absolutely phenomenal. The someone the other day. On our on our poll said that the the fight between Azula and Zuko the Agnikai is the best fight. I would probably have to agree. It's so good. And <laughs> what is it? Does Zuko say? Does Zuko say she seems off? <laughs> oh, she something's off about her. Yeah, she's lost a step. And she's crazy. Yeah, like maybe maybe her hair, her bangs cut diagonal, her mm. crazy eyes. She's basically drooling. She's gone insane. She has gone um, insane at this point. The whole fight. If you pay attention. I mean, Azula is just going for it. She is just going for it. And Zuko, for the most part, is calm. Yeah. Just doing his job. He has made a full transformation, full turnaround. It's so good. And during the, during all this, of- Aang is also uh, fighting Ozai at the end of the episode. Uh, but he's really just mm-hmm. kind of avoiding him. And Ozai's going crazy. And I know I said earlier that my favorite shot is... You know, when Aang has the fire coming out of all of his limbs. Yeah. In this episode, you see this, the comet there, and this is where Ozai burns down, like, the entire forest with just one massive blast. Yeah. And the roar of that is just so... It gives me chills. It gives me pieces. Yeah. So For good. sure. For sure. Phenomenal. Phenomenal, perfect. dude. Phenomenal. It's, it might be perfect. I give it a 10. Oh, it's a 10. Yeah. Straight up party. On a scale of 1 to 10, you are an 11. Wes, you never recapped your top 10, so go ahead and do that and then solidify okay, okay, okay. solidify Citizens Comet Part 3 as your number one. At number 10, I have The Deserter. Number 9, The Southern Air Temple. Number 8, The Firebending Masters. Number 7, The Crossroads of Destiny. Number 6, The Blind Bandit. Number 5, Citizens Comet Part 4, Avatar Aang. Number 4, Lake Guy. Number 3, The Blue Spirit. Number 2, The Siege of the North, Part 2. And number 1, Citizens Comet. Part three, Into the Inferno, best episode, hands down. Nice. Wes, we didn't have a ton of overlap, but we got it right when it mattered. Oh, yeah. But, like, I think that's good because we got to talk about it more. We did get to talk a lot lot about more episodes. Real quick, uh, there really wasn't a lot of, like, really, really, really good episodes that we didn't talk about. But a couple that I want to throw out there. Southern Raiders, Katara's field trip at Zuko. Oh, when she stops the rain. She stops the oh, rain. She uses her bloodbending for the very last time. It's, oh, it's she insane. has got some serious anger. Um, that one's intense. That's really it. Like we talked about all of the rest of my like top mm-hmm. twenty almost, just about. Yeah. But I want to throw that one out there because that was that's my number eleven. So we done good, Perry. We done good. Yeah. Good stuff, man. All right, so we made it through our top tens, <laughs> and you guys yes. think we're done with that? We're done there? No way, no, dude. No, no, no. Uh, there's more Avatar where that came from. So we'll take a, a quick little break and have some interesting little music to play in here to let you know that we're transitioning to another section of the episode and be back with you in just a second. 
we've got a couple more things to do before we let you go. This is going to be a long episode, and I hope you guys are here for it because we definitely are. <laughs> we're doing something fun that we didn't know we were going to do um, before just a few hours ago. But friend of the pod, Lily, is a ginormous Avatar The Last Airbender fan, and she really wanted to um, give her thoughts. And, of course, we were um, happy to oblige. And so she has sent us a recording um, of her breaking down her top 10 Avatar Last Airbender episodes. And so we're going to listen to that real quick and uh, give our thoughts before we go into the last segment of the episode where we're going to do some uh, superlatives as well as some feedback from our listening audience on their thoughts of those as well. So that'll, that'll be fun. That'll be interesting. But right now, Wes and I are going to listen to this clip here of our friend Lily on her opinions. And we're kind of going to just pause it uh, every so often and um, give our reactions. Hi, Wes and Perry. Thank you so much for having me on Banter Pod. Um, My name is Lily and I'm a huge Avatar fan and have been since I was in middle school. Um, I have my top 10 episodes ranked for you guys and I'll just go through uh, starting from least favorite to most favorite with a little bit of the background of why I ranked these episodes like this. So uh, my number 10 favorite episode is the Firebending Masters. So I know when I was trying to rank these, this, the last place episode was a bit of a toss up. Um, I could have given this honestly to a few other episodes. I really like Day of Black Sun, Tales of Bossing Say, Appa Alone, The Boiling Rock. Um, all those are good, but I picked Firebending Masters for the number 10 spot, mainly because of the friendship between Aang and Zuko. Um, I love how it develops in this episode and you see them really become friends from just kind of tolerating one another. Um, I also love the dragons, and then especially my favorite scene in the whole episode is the dancing dragon scene. I think the animation is really beautiful, um, and I also love how Aang and Zuko have the same experience with the dragons and with the the you know the indigenous people here. I guess I will call them. I forget what they're actually called, um, and they each take away something different from the same experience. So for Aang, it's not to be afraid of firebending he's not going to hurt someone like he did Katara earlier and for Zuko it's not to rely on anger as his fuel so I also love um I'm a Legend of Korra fan too and I like um how we get to see Zuko first meet the dragons here and then he's flying around on one later so um my number nine favorite episode is the storm um I like the storm because it raises the emotional stakes I think of the whole show with our two leads I'll, I'll call Zuko and Aang the leads for the sake of these rankings. Um, I think this episode does a really good job of making Zuko sympathetic to the audience and also fleshing out Aang's character and backstory and making him more than just a playful little kid. He, You actually see him express some more emotions that he would probably view as negative, but are healthy to be expressed. So um, Aang is forced to accept his past here while Zuko is forced to let Aang escape in order to save his crew. Um, I also love how their stories are kind of mirrored in this episode because even though the show is called Avatar, I would argue that it is Zuko's story just as much as it is Aang's. Um, my number eight favorite episode is the headband. Um, 
it's the Footloose episode. I, I love how silly this episode is and how playful it is after the really dark season two finale and all the, the really heavy stuff that's going on in season three and the Fire Nation. Um, uh, this is kind of silly, but I really love the Fire Nation outfits that everyone gets to wear. They're really cute. I love Katara's especially. Um, I love when Katara and Sokka pretend to be Aang's parents. It just cracks me up. And I love that they invite the entire school to the secret dance party. Um, but mostly I like that the showrunners decided to humanize the Fire Nation. They didn't have to do that. I mean, it's a kid's show. In typical kid shows, you have like the bad villain and they're pretty one dimensional. But here they take the time to show us as the audience and the gang themselves that the Fire Nation is full of regular people and that there's a danger in seeing the world as us versus them. And I really like watching the gang learn that lesson. Interesting that she so right away you can tell like she's got a uh, probably a heavy dose of season three in her ranking. I would say that just judging by that first three, well, uh, she's got she shares a firebending uh, masters in that position with you, right? That same spot, mm-hmm. number ten. Yeah, I had mine. I had I had mine at eight, but eight. still, it's still there. And she had the storm uh, at number nine, mm-hmm. which is a storm. Storm is season one, episode 12, right before the Blue Spirit. Really important uh, expositional episode uh, to, to mm-hmm. kind of humanize uh, Zuko, like she said, uh, a little bit. Make you feel for him a little bit. Make you feel for Aang going into that Blue Spirit episode. And then and then she had the headband, which is kind of one of the more controversial picks, I would say. What, what do you think of that pick? I mean, I'd say it's a bit of a hot take, but I did like what she said about it. it, it she said it made her laugh, which... Yeah, it does. It is funny. the The whole Katara Sokka parent thing, Mister and Mrs. Fire. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It makes me feel good that like episodes like this, which is not my one of my favorite episodes in the headband, other people like that. Like it really hits home with some other people and, and makes you feel for the Fire Nation and and, and all that. Yeah, um, sure. There's some some cutesy, uh, awkward Ang and Katara dancing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, also, I like that she said it did humanize them. I thought that was a good point yeah. because. That's not something we really get to see for the Fire Nation. Yeah, for sure. So that was a good point. All right, let's see what she's got uh, for seven. Um, number seven favorite episode is a bit of a controversial hot take. It's the Ember Island players. Um, I've heard a lot of people hate this episode. Um, I've loved it from the first time I watched it. I think it's so funny. I think this is the funniest episode of the entire series. Um, I also think it's super creative. Um, I love that in the stage play, they took the time to animate the special effects. Like they have ropes on different props and they show like how to do the fake firebending. I just think that's really creative and shows that the showrunners love theater, which I do as well. Um, I love the, uh, the actors portray everybody. And I also uh, kind of try to forget the Katara Aang kiss there at the end. But the rest of the episode is really I love it, and I'll watch it as many times as I can. I'll stop that right there and say I do not hate the Ember Island players. It's not near the top of my. It. It's not near the top of my ranking because it's one of the comedy episodes, and like I said, those just aren't going to be weighted as high. But it's hilarious. And where else? What other series do you see recapping like right on the eve of the final? It's, it's battle? yeah. It's the episode right before the finale. Right before the four part finale. Yeah, yeah. It's the last one, and it's like let's just recap everything in play. Like satirical and, format, it's hilarious. And make fun of it. <laughs> and make oh, fun I, of it. I think she's 
She's spot on by saying it's the funniest episode. It yeah. absolutely is. She's, she's also spot on in saying, let's forget that in Katara kiss, because that was a little awkward and like uh, made me feel like, ooh, ooh. Aang forces that, <laughs> that kiss on her at the end. It's like, no, Aang, what are you, you you're showing, your, your 12 is showing, your 12 years old is showing. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, good. So that's that's uh interesting one to have top 10 for sure, but I can respect it. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on. My number six favorite episode is Zuko Alone. Um, if you haven't figured this out by now, I love Zuko. He is my favorite character. Um, so obviously I'm going to love Zuko Alone, the most Zuko-centric episode of the entire series. Um, I love that we get to continue Zuko's redemption arc with a lot of childhood trauma. Um, I love that he gets to really play with his swords and show off his sword skills. Um, I also I love whenever anybody is like lying about having secret powers and then they reveal them in a, a very fun way so Zuko gets to do that here with his firebending um, I also like that he has this really great opportunity for redemption but it's thwarted by the prejudice and rightly so prejudice of the local people who've been like really mistreated by the Fire Nation so um, I love that it develops Ozai and Azula with some more backstory and I also laugh whenever Zuko gives his whole my name is Prince Zuko I'm the prince of the Fire Nation and heir to the throne to these like townspeople who do not care and are just gonna completely make fun of him he just he's still a little awkward here and i think that's endearing um my number five favorite episode is the blind bandit um i love Toph. i think everybody loves Toph. um she's a really great character she's very dynamic um really interesting and she in my opinion has the best introduction episode of the whole series the earth rumble Earth Rumble 6, Earth Rumble 7, I don't quite remember, but those scenes are so funny. All of the different wrestlers are just <laughs> hilarious. I, I especially love the boulder. Um, Toph herself is very, she's a very empowering character. Um, I think the choice to make her blind was such a great one. It's, I, I mean, other than Daredevil, I can't really think of another blind character in mainstream pop culture off the top of my head. So I think I love that she's here giving us some interesting representation um i also love Toph and ang's friendship and i love seeing the beginnings of it here and then you also get sokka's iconic like water tribe where he's turning around those guys that Katara froze to the wall that cracks me up <laughs> uh number four favorite episode is the crossroads of destiny um i <laughs> love zutara i don't i think you're gonna really get that in these the top three episodes but Crossroads of Destiny is, spoiler alert, my least favorite finale, but I still obviously love it a lot to put it at number four in my rankings. Um, to uh, <laughs> reference Star Wars, I like that Zuko almost uh, takes uh, <laughs> Katara's hand like Kylo Ren could have taken Rey's hand, so to speak. Um, and he almost finishes Redemption arc, but then he gets sucked back into Azula, which uh, is sad, but we love to see it because we love to see how he develops in season three. Um, I love that Iroh is helping the gang out and becoming friends with Aang. And I also love the end. It reminds me of Empire Strikes Back as the gang is you know, flying away on Appa and Aang is like lying there half dead. And it's very much like um, Luke with his arm chopped off and all that. That's just, it's just a fun way to be like the gang. They're scrappy. Are they going to come back and win? And we know they will because it's a kid's show, but you know, I'll stop it there and say that, uh, yeah, those are some great picks. Um, yeah. Man, Zuko alone, of course, you know. Oh, who yeah. doesn't love Zuko? 
course. I'm obviously I'm obviously loving the whole Toph vibe. And then Toph, yeah, you love your Toph. The interesting thing she says is she loves the choice of Toph being blind. Um, and as I shared this week on the Insta, Toph was originally written as some muscle for the group. Yeah. She was supposed, I mean, to, supposed be to be a big muscular boy. A big basically muscular 16-year-old boy. Basically Bolin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so she even wasn't that like the boy wasn't supposed to be blind either so that was kind of later in the process that that was decided um because great because like the, the dinos really have muscle you know Sokka okay but do they need it I don't know I mean they got some powerful benders so mm-hmm. Toph's like being blind and her dry humor it just fits the group so well and then she goes with the crossroads of destiny and explains it so well with the comparisons to Star Wars I didn't even think of that. I, I totally awesome. can feel that with with I can yeah, too. And it's it's a good uh, it's a good choice, of course. So we'll see what she's got for her top three. Um, number three favorite episode is the Siege of the North. Um, I love so many things about this. I'm considering both parts as the complete episode. By the way, um, I love waterbending master katara fighting the patriarchy of the northern water tribe i love sokka and ua being in love um zuko being in disguise on the ship just that's really fun um i love zutara beginning even though they never actually became a thing but i love when he fights her and calls her a peasant and she's like haha you bet (laughs) and then freezes him to a wall (laughs) i also love the score here and the animation of ang's avatar state when he's in the big blue monster guy um yue's sacrifice i think is a really beautiful story element that they added in there and then the cliffhanger where they introduce azula i think is just an awesome way to end our season one um number two favorite episode is the blue spirit i love everything about the blue spirit i love how it raises all the stakes um for up until this part the gang has been in danger but it hasn't really been super pressing or you know like they've never been captured outright all or like all of them in a place where they can't go rescue ang before so i like that it raises the stakes for a kid's show I love that Zuko starts to become conflicted about how he feels towards Aang. Um, and I love that Zhao is seen as a real threat. He's really elevated in his status when he captures Aang. Um, I love <laughs> the blue spirit, just everything about it. I, th- I think the animation is also really funny how they just kind of zoom in really fast on the blue spirit's face and the the little music where it goes, da, da, da. <laughs> um, and then my number one favorite episode is Sozin's Comet. Um, it's the entire season finale, all four parts. I think it's the best season finale to any show that I have watched all the way through. Everybody has their own special moment. They tie up all the loose ends very nicely. The score is amazing. And then my favorite moments are the Aang Ozai fight and then the Zuko Katara Azula fight. The animation on that is just breathtaking. And the only change I would make is Zutara ending up together. So, thank you, Wes and Perry, and I hope you uh, like my rankings. All right. Well, uh, no complaints of those last three either. No. I mean, I think she did a good job. We didn't com- like. I mean, most normal people probably would like part all those together the different parts together into one episode um i didn't want to do that because a lot of them like i specifically liked one part better than the other and like when it comes to sozin's comet like part one and two i don't love all that much if i'm being honest sozin's comet part one i have at 30 on my list the phoenix king um not a lot happens in it if we're being honest um and then part two i think i have at 
see if I can even find it. Where is it? Oh, at 16, the old masters. So. Oh, I love the old masters. You reunite with, um, with Iroh again, which is great. And the other old masters of the white Lotus. Uh, she has blue spirit at number two. So she obviously feels the same way we do and loves that episode. Uh, Zuko, of course, you know, is the main, main feature. And she, she talks about Zutara. Mm-hmm. I love her, I love her commitment to Zutara. She's committed to Zutara. I wonder if it's just you know does she like I don't know I kind of think Katara can be kind of annoying so you know but also oh. but also May's pretty annoying so Rip Jin <laughs> honestly <laughs> the best option but uh, but the yeah thanks option. Lily that was uh, that was awesome yeah, we enjoyed Lily, that you are a queen and a friend of the pod you are officially a friend of the pod so you can count that as a title um, well earned. And yeah, put it on your resume. I'm thinking uh, if we ever do a Legend of Korra episode, um, she might be the, the person to call. So anyway, all right. That was great. That's enough ranking of episodes, I would say. Now, we're still not letting you go just yet. We are so excessive. We're so a lot. We're a lot. So now, uh, after this quick break and compilation of Zuko talking about his honor, <laughs> we will finish off this Avatar The Last Airbender extravaganza talking about some Avatar superlatives such as best fight scene, best Iroh quote, uh, or most powerful non-bender or something like that. There's lots of them. Best relationship. Will we talk about Zutara? I don't know. We'll, we'll be right back in just a second. Honor. 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 All right, and we're back. Uh, wow, that was quick, Wes. Very fast. Not even fast enough for me to go regain my honor. <laughs> How it takes three seasons for one one to regain their honor. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Azula talks about, like in that in the episode. Uh, uh, which episode is it? The chase, I think, where she makes a joke about. It's like, do you not recognize? She like me? covers her eyes <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I need to regain my <laughs> honor. It's okay, you can laugh. <laughs> it's funny. All right, Wes, oh, yeah, uh, you are in charge of this segment before we sure finish thing. it off sure and thing. where should we start we're gonna start with best fight scene best fight scene he says mm-hmm. yes sir so perry in your opinion in all of avatar the last airbender what is the best fight scene the best fight scene i just talked about it it's the zuko and azula agni kai no questions about it oh i agree that's mine too that's what i picked <laughs> actually you know what i should explain real quick wes is that we asked all these questions on our Insta this week. We did. And people, uh, listeners, fans, friends of the pod gave their opinions. And we're going to share some of those uh, after we share our own. But we don't really have anything to say about this Zuko Zula Agni Kai because no, we, we already said we it all. About it. <laughs> we kind of went off about. So let's see what the what the crew, what the banter mites to say about this one. It looks like we have Londa. Says Azula versus Zuko and Katara. We love Londa. Oh, Londa's an Avatar fan? Apparently. Well, she, she answered quite a few of our, our questions. Uh, my buddy Luke 
from down in uh, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee State. He also says Agni Kai between Zuko and Azula. And what else we got? We got Aang versus Zhao from some guy named West Richardson, 21. I was just trying to <laughs> fill in. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. get more on there. You, you, you have two different answers. Um, we have Connor, your, your housemate. Aang versus Ozai. Interesting, interesting. Uh, that's, I mean, you can't go wrong with that one, obviously, in the finale. We have Blake Williams, good buddy of ours, Appa versus Momo. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of an annoying episode, but that is such a funny, such a funny scene when Aang is just dreaming things. And oh it's man, so funny! I watched that one last night. Did you? That's yeah, great. Appa versus Momo. All right, then we have Kelly from Fanimated Podcast, Azula versus Zuko and Katara at the end. The Agni Kai, of course. That so we have kind of an overwhelming uh, so decision here. That one's the winner, I would say. Right? Yeah, sounds like it. Okay, what do we got next? Uh, we have the best Iroh quote. Oh, best Iroh quote. Well, I picked a couple out, Wes. A couple? Because, so I've got like a, a serious one, and then I've got a couple funny ones that I like. Uh, okay. And so the serious one is, is, is a, this is a legit, like, you know, we're, it's, no, it's no secret that we're both believers. Mm-hmm. And this one is pretty relevant to us, right? It feels like it has some Christian roots. So the quote is, pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. True humility is the only antidote to shame. And that is from season two, episode nine, Bitter Work. Oh, you're smiling because you also picked this one. I also picked that one. That's such a good quote, isn't it? It's such a good quote. I was reading them today and I was like, oh, wow, I should probably actually apply that in my life. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and then my f- my funnier ones that I picked is Iroh saying to Zhao after the season one, episode three, Agni Kai against Zuko. So this is how the great commander Zhao acts in defeat? Disgraceful. Even in exile, my nephew is more honorable than you. Thanks, mm. a- thanks again for the tea. It was delicious. And then they walk away and Zuko says, did you really mean that, uncle? Uh, Iroh says... Of course, I told you. Ginseng tea is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And then this last one, last one I wanted to mention from season two, episode 20. Aang says, Toph thinks you give pretty good advice and great tea. And Iroh says, the key to both is proper aging. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Good stuff. Great. Oh, wait, I actually even have one more. Sorry. (laughs) This is also from season two, episode nine, Bitter Work. Zuko says... I know what you're going to say, Uncle. She's my sister, and I should be trying to get along with her. Iris says, no, she's crazy, and she needs to go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So good. All right. Perry, favorite animal species Wait, in the series? I have to go. I have to say what our, what our uh, oh, listeners said. Sorry, my bad. I got excited. Our listeners said uh, a lot of these are similar people from the last one. Luke says, pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source. He was wow. with us Everybody on that one. Uh, I would say that one wins just because you and I both put it and he put it. And so three, uh, spoiler, is the most votes. But James Kopic, friend of the show, he's been on uh, most recently, episode 38. Um, if you want to check that out. He said, in the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. Mm. Connor said, failure is the only is only the opportunity to begin again. Blake says, history is not always kind to its subjects. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's Who did he say one. that to? Did he say that to Zhao? I, I think, think so. so. I think so. Man, Zhao just got the brunt of Iroh. Yeah. Fanimated Kelly from Fanimated says, "Life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not." It's a good one. It's a good one. That's deep. 
Favorite animal species in the series. Favorite animal species. Okay, so this one's they for me. They got some black ones. They do. This is for me the platypus bear. I was, I was assuming you would. My name that. is Perry. Perry the platypus. Platypus bear. The platypus bear is actually pretty funny. He's like the king, the Earth King's pet. Um, there's a no, there's there's a line the like Earth, I paid, no 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 pet. the Earth King's pet is just a bear and they're all shocked. Oh oh right right right. The platypus bear tries to kill that guy that lives in the same village as the fortune teller, Madame Wu. Oh, that's right. Yes, and I don't like Madame Wu in that episode, but yes, platypus bear mainly because my name's Perry and I like Perry the platypus. At the end. Exactly. What about you, Wes? Well, uh, mine would be the saber tooth moose lion. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, From the basically, basically the cute little puppy that Sokka plays with. Wait, I need to try to remember what episode that was. It's the one where Toph is teaching Aang earthbending. Is that also bitter work? I think that's also bitter work. Might be. Yeah. Episode nine, season two. Yeah, I think it is. Because they're both engaging in bitter work. Zuko yep. with Iroh and then Aang with Toph. So, kind of an annoying episode uh, between Toph and Katara. There's quite a few of those. Yeah. With those two, but anyway. I always um, just go with Katara Grong. We, ha- we have an overwhelming favorite in the Instagram votes. So, we have from James Copic, we have the Sparrow Keat. I don't remember that one. <laughs> Where was that from? Oh, I remember them talking about it. I'm not sure. Uh, from Caitlin, she said Elephant Koi. Oh. Which is good. It's a good fun one. Uh, Emmett, Turtle Duck. Mm. Connor, Turtle Duck. Mm. Kelly from Fanimated, Turtle du- Turtle Duck. Wow. So that's the overwhelming winner right there. Uh, we also have Landon from last week's episode on the Christopher Nolan movies. He said, the lizard snake thing that is fast on land slash water. That would be... Oh, the things that Azula and the girls read. I would like to give an honorable mention to uh, June's smelling beast thing. Yes, the mole hound. Yeah, that thing is cool. Yeah. That thing is really cool. All right, what's next? The best side character bender. So for me, I actually put... So I put Iroh or Zhang Zhang. So I don't really know if Iroh counts. A lot of our listeners put Iroh as well. I kind of consider Iroh, you know, he's a main character for sure. I think mm-hmm. uh, we, I, the way I worded it on the the Insta was favorite bender outside of Teen Avatar. Uh, so that's why I put possible Iroh. But I'm going to go with Zhang Zhang because yeah, he a, literally he literally flies like in episode three of Sozin's Count and part three of Sozin's Count. He literally flies with fire out of his feet. I mean, so does Azula. I guess, but like, and then he like raises just massive towering walls of fire. And granted, it's so because cool. of the comet's power, but still, he's dope. So, Jong yeah. Jong. I, good pick, good pick. I picked uh, King Boomy. King Boomy. Love King Boomy. Very powerful. I love me some Earthbenders. I also love the fact that he's still alive. <laughs> yep. I feel like that's like a minor plot hole that's never covered is the fact that he's also like 112. Yeah. Yep. The Bantermites on Insta say, James says the uh, Iroh, the Dragon of the West. And remember, this is, I, I worded it outside of Team Avatar, so that counts. Um, Emmett said Azula. Blake said the Boulder. The Boulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Connor said Iroh. Uh, Landon said Iroh as well. Kelly from Fanimated said King Boomy. Aha! Actually, you've never actually talked to her, but she's been on too, because she... Are you sure? Kelly was on our Animal Crackers BMC and also on the Studio Ghibli episode. Oh, you were man. you were absent for both of those. Well, even though I haven't met her, she's obviously got some uh, some good thoughts. 
um yeah she said king boomy so she relates with you um and then i was on her treasure planet episode recently as well so check that out but um the last one was your southwest putting the boulder so i just wanted the boulder to be on the story (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad blake put him on there though he did the boulder what's uh what's what's next the most powerful non-bender okay most powerful non-bender i put jet <laughs> Be- Did you really? mainly because like like okay he takes out like so many so many bad guys when we see him on screen he also uh has a pretty decent fight with ang before ang can do any other real uh mm-hmm. bending really and and then he has like he and zuko are like evenly matched uh when when zuko is not using his fire bending if it's Zuko sure. on swords, which we know he's a very skilled sword fighter, and Jet mm-hmm. with his sword thingies, they are pretty evenly matched. So, I said Jet. Sure. Sure. I said Ty Lee. Yeah. And just the fact that she just, like, disarms bender after bender and that's after po- bender. And that's possibly the correct answer. Yeah. Especially because we see how her, like, chi blocking technique uh, is so impactful in Korra. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. It's crazy. So uh, our answers from the banter mites. Um, we have a first appearance from our good buddy Seabass from Purdue. He puts either Sokka or Appa. Interesting. Appa. I would count Appa as a bender. Would you count Appa as a bender? He flies. Okay. That's yeah, that was what I was thinking. Like Appa's definitely powerful, but James Kopic says Suki. I mean, mm. she's she kicks some major butt. She does. We have Chris Nitta showing up. The Cabbage Man. <laughs> My cabbages! cabbages! Uh, Blake again, Appa, Connor, and you, Wes. Looks like roomies think alike. Both said Ty Lee. Love Ty Lee. Londa, coming back, uh, says the Swordmaster in book three. Mm. He's pretty powerful, I guess, yeah. That's a good pick. Yeah, I mean, he is in the Order of the White Lotus. It's true. And then we have Kelly from Fanimated saying the Kiyoshi Warriors. So, it's great. Oh, she, she wanted a whole team, I guess. What's next? The most annoying character. Most annoying, easy May. Oh, what? And I, I, I did say, I did say sometimes Katara, because <laughs> she can be pretty annoying at times. Like the episode um, where they're like fighting about the like the, about the hustle that Toph's pulling off. Mm-hmm. The the runaway, I believe it's called. That yeah, episode. I watched that last night too. Man, that episode, she and Toph are just annoying, and and uh, yeah, but then she bends her sweat. It's so cool. Yeah. Anyway, so I put May because I just don't like her her attitude, um, but sometimes Katara. All right, I said Judy. I okay. Hate that's co- any that's second. also a potentially correct answer. <laughs> I hate I hate any second Judy is on the screen. Judy, <laughs> I am yeah. Judy. We have no problems here in Boston today. We are safe behind yeah. the walls. Yeah, and her smile. Oh, all right. Um, James says the actress that plays Katara in the Ember Island Players. <laughs> That's a great one. Uh, Blake says everyone but Toph. <laughs> he would say that. He would say that. Um, you said Zhao, honestly. Zhao is annoying, too. <laughs> You've had a lot of uh, answer changes. Every once in a while, I'm like, cons- no offense to the Bantamites, but just to- I-, I always like submit an answer just to get the ball rolling. Yeah. And I stand by Zhao because he's kind of a jerk. Yeah. Uh, Emmett, Jet, ooh, and Kelly May. She's with me on that one. May is wow. kind of annoying. What is next? Most likely to be late to their own wedding. Oh, okay. 
So I asked uh, when, when I asked the bantermites this, I included an and why. So we got some good answers. Most likely to be late to their own wedding. Yeah, I uh, I actually went a different direction. I said, uh, let's see, what did I say? I said Zuko because mm. because he was always just just a little bit late to capturing the Avatar. True. <laughs> he probably had some honor to restore. <laughs> yeah, gotta restore my honor for sure. I said Toph. I I don't really. I mean, come on. She probably doesn't even want to be there. I think Toph was the winner to to affirm your answer. We got a lot of good answers on the the from the bantermites on this one. So Toph, uh, Toph from Blake said Toph because she doesn't need no man. <laughs> uh, Connor said Toph because she doesn't like weddings and didn't actually want to go. Yep. Uh, you said Toph because she probably barely wants to be there. <laughs> so, so Toph was a winner. We also had actually, I guess, a tie because James said Aang because he'd accidentally stumble into trouble on his way there. That's true. He's always getting captured. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew Scott making an appearance also said Aang, and then Evan Yoder, friend of the pod, said Aang. Uh, and then a, a couple uh, answers here: Seabass, Ty Lee, because she has to make sure she looks absolutely perfect. Mm. Decent answer. And Big Ev, my friend Evan, um, said the cabbage guy because he's got to pick up a lot of cabbages. Got to pick up all those cabbages. <laughs> that is a good answer as well. I like that one. That's good. Man. All right, Perry. Next one, we have the most angsty Zuko moment. <laughs> most angsty Zuko moment. This was there's tough. a lot. This was tough because there's a lot. Um, I said Zuko in the beach episode. Uh-huh. Go on. He is so just on another one in the beach episode that every little thing that happens just blows up. May is an extra level of annoying and he just blows up on her a lot. Um just everything that happens is like in the beach episode in general is like just such an interesting episode cuz the it's with Zuko, May, Tylee, Azula. They're trying to like actually they get a chance to actually be teenage kids mm-hmm. for for and one episode. Know, and they don't know how. They don't know how to do it. And so Zuko, yeah, just being just angry the whole episode, May being annoying, Tylee being like the favorite of every boy ever. Azula and being an absolute Azula being jealous and being a psychopath. Great quote with her, like, she's trying to learn how to flirt with boys. <laughs> and she's like, they like, she like gets this boy to be interested in her just by laughing at his jokes. So then she says this line of like, we will be the most powerful couple, and together we will rule. You know, and it's like uh, it's so funny. And then he bolts. Oh, so funny. So, funny. but uh, anyway, him in that episode, he is so angsty. <laughs> yeah, I said um, whenever it's like the the scene where they're like, "Are you going to the war meeting?" He's like, "What war meeting?" And he realizes he wasn't invited, but they're like, "They probably just expect you there." And he's like, "No, I wasn't invited." And then he's like, "I'm not even going because I wasn't invited." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is actually what one of our listeners said, Wes. Connor says not going to war meeting after he wasn't after he was invited because he didn't get the initial invite. So funny. Yeah. Blake said every time he says honor. <laughs> Trevor Flatter, friend of the show as well. He was on episode three way back when. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just said lightning strike. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. What does lightning strike mean? Um, is it during the storm? I don't know. He was pretty angsty during the storm episode. And the lightning Maybe. Hit, the, hit the... I don't know. We're going to give you a big... O- I don't know that, Trevor. Yep. Is that it? Ready okay. Next one? Yeah, what's next? Best relationship. Oh, this is this is a great one. 
best Avatar The Last Airbender relationship. Wes, I'm a Suki Saka guy myself. You would be. I just think they're great. And I don't know. It's 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 got a nice little plot arc with them as like when they meet, like Sokka's very like, uh, he's, he kind of treats the Kyoshi warriors as if there's some like girls that don't, don't know how to defend themselves. And yeah, like that he's some man warrior that's so much better than them. And Suki kind of is really gracious with him and like, mm-hmm. doesn't just like hate him because of this. And then the, she agrees to teach him and he humbles himself and where's the dress. And where's a dress? And they become friends. I'm not sure how it escalated so quickly into being a romantic relationship to the point where the next time they're meeting, she's like trying to kiss him in front of the moon spirit. Yeah. Anyway, but but we know Sokka moves pretty quickly. So, mm-hmm. but anyway, the Suki Sokka, especially the end of the of the series, the last like eight episodes that she's in, like when she kicks butt in Boiling Rock Part Two, yep. and and then just the whole rest of the show, she's like they're such a such a good couple, so mm-hmm. cute. For me, but it's, but real quick, underrated. Zuko and Jin. <laughs> we all know that's the couple that should have happened. Hashtag Jin deserved better than oh, yeah. just six minutes of Tales of Bossing Say. I mean, to and be honest, gone. she got a better date than May ever got. I think. <laughs> True, she's so great. Wow. So I loved I loved the Zuko she brought out. My vote is for Zuko and May. Really, mostly, mostly because of May. Turning on Azula and saying, I love Zuko more than I fear you. That is a phenomenal line. We talked yeah. about it earlier, man. I'm glad that came up earlier. So that's, so that's my justification. Let's see who wins from the people's votes. We've got Gunnerkent, Zuko, and Iroh. That's kind of funny. I guess I didn't say romantic relationship. But uh, yeah, because a lot of these are not romantic relationships, actually. Um, most of them are not. Uh, Blake said the old lady twins from the beach. <laughs> <laughs> um, Connor said Appa and Momo. Mm. Emmett also said Appa and Momo. And then James said Sokka and Suki. Mm. Kelly from Fanimated said Suka. So Sokka and Suki. So that one will take the win, I think, because it has three, myself included, voting. Andrew Scott, Zutara. Ah, and we know what Lily thinks. We got two votes there because we got Lily on that train for sure. And if we could ever get Dante Bosco to respond to my emails and get him on the show, I know he's on that train. Dante, we're, we'll we'll get we'll get in touch with you at some point. We want you on the show. And then Evan Yoder, Cabbage Merchant and his cabbages. Well, you know that's a good one. That's a good to, one. To each his own, I guess. That's a good one. Yeah, I like that, Evan. We got one more. One more. We can sign it out after that. Then you can finally go back to whatever you're doing. Yeah, and then I can try to edit this thing down. Um, last one. The funniest Sokka moment. Oh, f- favorite Sokka moment. This is a good one. Oh, so good. We This one uh, is not going to have as many um, Instagram results because I posted it today. But favorite Sokka moment. So, okay. I've got, that's rough, buddy. <laughs> because as as one of my answers, but I have a second one as well. Actually, I actually have a couple good ones. They're all kind of different. So this That's Rough Buddy is more of like, it's a line. It happens. It's hilarious. It's not really him being funny. But he just, they're talking about, I think he mentions, I think Zuko on the Zuko field trip mentions May leaving his girlfriend. And Sokka says, my first girlfriend turned into the moon. <laughs> and that's Zuko goes, that's, that's Rough Buddy. <laughs> Classic line. Also, there's a somber moment when we think, we talked about this already, when we think he's going to die. 
and he's really just sacrificing himself for Toph, trying to, you know, save her and etc. Uh, but the funniest Sokka moment, I think, or at least one of them, but the one I wrote down, line from Zuko, season three, episode 13 or 12, uh, Western Air Temple. I know you must be surprised to see me here, Sokka. Not really, since you followed us all over the world. <laughs> uh, good line. I love it. All right. My favorite, my funniest Sokka moment is, uh, this might be kind of a passion pick, but like whenever he drinks the cactus juice and is basically yes. drunk for the rest of the episode. Um, That's great. But my favorite part, my se- I love it when he's like, the giant mushroom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but also when he's got when he's talking about the the cactus juice, he's like cactus juice, it'll quench you. It's the quenchiest. <laughs> I just find that entire thing hilarious. I lose it every time. Oh, it's so good, so 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 good. There have been many times when I've like gotten a drink of something and I just said to myself, "It'll quench you. It's the quenchiest." <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it. Oh man, so we've got just three answers from our listeners. And we've got Connor with saying uh, when he's waiting for Suki and Zuko walks in in the tent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> before it's the Western Raiders or something like that. Southern Raiders episode. The uh, the Katara and Zuko field trip. And he walks in basically to ask um, Sokka about Katara's like what happened to their mom. Mm-hmm. Um and Sokka's in there with like a rose in his mouth and like candles lit ready for Suki to walk in. And he, oh man, it's hilarious. So good. And then Trevor with a good answer here. Haiku off. <laughs> Remember the haiku off? I believe it's Tales of Bossing Say. Yeah. Uh, so funny. That's That might be my favorite. Okay, that's tough. I, I, so I don't love Tales of Bossing Say as an episode. Really? I think it's fun. But I, I love a few of the individual stories like the Jin Zuko is cute. Um, and obviously Iroh is just touching the um, singing the song about little soldier boy soldier boy come marching home Stop. and then this one the haiku off really funny really funny uh, then Blake said that's rough buddy so yep and we've done it with we've that it. we've we've done it there's nothing else you need to know about Avatar Last Airbender nothing not that we but can think of at least. We've probably talked about like at least half of all the episodes at this point, right? Probably. I believe, yeah, probably more than half of all the episodes have been mentioned. Um, and if you want to hear about every single episode, I happen to be that guy that does like, you know, extra things <laughs> like that. And on my blog, uh, thecinemapsycho.com, you can go and check out a ranking of all 61 episodes that I have up. Uh, at least definitely by the time you are listening to this, it will be live on thecinemapsycho.com. Um, so, yeah, where did you disagree with our top 10? What would you have number one? Um, what do you think is the worst episode? Mm. I mean, I think it's I think it's The Great Divide, for sure. Wes? Well, I, I think The Great Divide is hilarious. What's your least favorite episode? Oh, man. Probably something in season one. That's tough. I don't know. I don't know if I have a least favorite. I like them all. Oh, <laughs> probably the fortune teller. Fortune teller? Yeah. yeah. That, that one's okay. kind of stupid. Okay. Although I do love in that one when there's the two twins and they say, who here is an earthbender? And one goes, I am. And the next one, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Good line. You will marry a 
powerful bender. Sweet. Yeah. So where, where do you disagree? Where do you agree? Um, you know, let us know. Let us know on the Insta. Follow, follow us on Insta. You know, we just completed our best month ever of Banter I Hardly Know Her in the month of September. We had well thank over that, everyone. well <laughs> over 500 downloads. So thank you so much for that. To be continuing to grow uh, and and be able to meet a lot of cool people along the way through this podcast. Yeah. So, um, But we've also been noticing that a lot of you people that are checking out these episodes are not following us on the socials. Um, and you're missing out on the chance to uh, leave leave your input on some of these questions. So go right now, follow us at banter underscore pod on Insta and at banter pod on Facebook. Insta for sure is where you'll get the chance to really contribute the most. And yeah, join the community of banter mites um, Mm. there. So that's pretty awesome. And then last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts. Last thing, leave us a five-star review (laughs) and say at the bottom... Uh, who you want to read the review and in what voice and we can make a fool out of ourselves. We so, will. And we absolutely are willing to. So go do that. Um, it really helps people find us more. So that's about all I got for today. Our next episode, Wes, two weeks from today, mm-hmm. we're going to be drafting some Halloween candy. Oh, gosh. So this is quite a 180. <laughs> I know it's a totally different. It's going to be one of those weird ones. We're going to have a guest on that. Probably don't know who it is yet, but uh, we'll probably get we'll on see. that between now and then. And yeah. uh, it'll be great. It'll be a great time. So Amazing. hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, stay hungry, stay humble and stay hydrated. Stay hydrated.